Welcome to a special Nines edition of the Fins Up podcast. I'm your host, Southo Dan. Unfortunately, Terry can't be with us tonight as you've got Chappelle Corby in Bali. He'll be back in about 19 to 20 years, hopefully. So tonight I'm joined by an old mate of mine and aspiring partner from way, way, way back. He's wearing the awful red of the uh, the red V, those dragon pricks from over the other side. We're coming for your home ground, by the way. <laughs> Let's all make him welcome. Uh, Stegs, how's it going, mate? Thanks for joining us. Uh, Dan, an absolute pleasure. Uh, in the nine spirit, got my uh, 2015 Dragons uh, Nines jersey on. Fantastic. Uh, it's about the best thing that the Dragons have done at the nines so far. So uh, we might see if they can actually make a knockout stage this time. Mate, that's it's good. It's good to see you've done your um, your preparation. You bought your. I'm off, I'm literally off no notes tonight. So let's just fly by. Mate, nines. We can. What are your thoughts? You like the format? You like the game? Look, the you and I, we're kids of the Coca-Cola World 7s at the SFS back in the day. Uh, they, were, they were always great weekends to watch, you know, especially because you had Great Britain and all the international sides are come in up against the club sides. Um, the nines, I was kind of sceptical at first, thinking what's the difference two players going to make? But they've been great fun to watch these... Um, well, I haven't had it for a couple of years, but the first few years over in Auckland, they were great fun to watch. Um, I think nine's actually a really good number on the field. You don't have ma- massive acres of space. Um, it's great fun and uh, should be a good weekend in Perth, though uh, I know you've got some concerns about the format. I do, mate. I don't. I, I was really excited when the nines, I used to love the sevens. I used to go every year. Uh, every time I touch a ball, it was a try. Yeah, it got a bit like it was exciting. First six or seven, seeing ten tries, and then nines. You know, de- defense comes into a bit. Kicking game, too. A bit um, more strategy. A lot more strategy. I actually really enjoy the nines. But being February, I'm so hard up for rugby league. I almost watched that other code the other night. <laughs> almost because it's sort of sort of kind of close. Um, format wise, hate it. Hate this new format. Uh, love the way they did it. Pulls a four. You only play two teams. Yeah, doesn't make sense. It just it just screams. You know, some teams are taken a lot more serious than others. Uh, you could have a team go through without playing the best teams. You know, it's highly unlikely to happen, but it could happen. And I just you play each team in your pool. You go through the old format wasn't broken. Don't fix it. I, I don't get it. It's a difficulty with being in Perth, uh, time difference and all that sort of stuff. But also playing Friday Saturday. Rather than you, know, what we've had the last couple of years, full day Saturday, full day Sunday. So Absolutely. Is it? I think. I think it's the same as the World Cup sevens we had recently, the Friday night into the full day Saturday. Yeah. I don't know if it's exactly the same. I think there's more teams this time around. Yeah. A little bit different in the knockouts. Um, I'm really excited, mate. We 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 being the Sharks held our team back to almost last. It's just what we do. I honestly don't think they know how to submit a team sheet. <laughs> We're at four forty nine or whatever it is every week. Uh, before we get into the pools, what did you make of the Dragon side, mate? You guys t- seem to be taking it pretty serious. Yeah, look, um, there's always been the class in the side that they've put up for this. They've always put out a pretty good squad. Um, I had a look at it and I thought, yeah, there's some good guys there. Um, some of the, the names that may not be as familiar uh, to just the regular guys. Um, Adam Clune's been great uh, in the New South Wales Cup for a couple of years he can play in the halves he can play at dummy half um he will be quite good um jackson ford started in first grade last year and a really good edge uh second rower um and then some of the the backs there uh jason saab really impressed me when he started 
um, towards the end of last season in first grade. Ravalawa's kind of, you know, trying to, uh, you know, get his name back after a real up and down year last year. Um, but then guys like you and Aitken and Matt Dufty, there's a sense in which they're really playing for their careers um, with the Dragons. They're uh, kind of pushing on the outer. And um, one signing that really went under the radar, who I think could be a decent pickup, um, Braden Williami. I was just about to bring him up, mate. Didn't he have a. Didn't he play like 30 games of NRL before he got his first win? <laughs> quite possibly could be the case. Um, supposedly been playing quite well over in the UK. Um, played for Fiji at the World Cup Nines last year and uh, by all accounts did a really good job. And he will be pushing for uh, a centre spot uh, come season proper as well. So uh, it'll, be, it'll be good to see him get a run and uh, see what he can do. Mate, Nightingale coming back. He's only a couple of years retired, still in incredible shape. There's a, we'll get to it later, but there's a few... Um, we'll try and be nice. There's a few um, novelty inclusions later later in the tournament. Yeah. Nightingale, pretty serious. Can score a try. Yeah, it, it's one of those things where it, back end of his career, he lost that yard or two of pace, and you thought, well, the end is nigh. Uh, but it's lovely to kind of see him come back. He is an absolute club legend. I don't think there is anyone who could say a bad word about him. Supposedly he has a pretty good coffee shop over Cogra Way as well from all accounts, but um, it'll be great to see him running around uh, in the Dragons' colours one more time. Mate, who was that young kid that tore up last time? I'm just going through the names. The uh... So we've had... So Jay Field probably <laughs> probably three years ago or whatever. Um, yeah, interesting story with him. They really had him lined up as a future six... Um, but, yeah, it kind of just fell off the face of the earth. He re- was struggling last year um, in the New South Wales Cup. He's uh, currently unsigned by any club. Um, he's kind of tailor-made for nines. Yeah, he's exactly. Got, he's got pace. Uh, he can play six. He can play out of the one as well. And uh, he reads the field really well. He has got um, pace to burn. Kind of, you know, be rivaling Jamie Soward over the 40 yards sort of thing. But, um, yeah. We'll, um, we'll see where he pops up, but uh, sad not to see him on the weekend. Very strange, mate. I, I actually thought he was included. They were showing his highlights last night. I was watching a, a Nines preview, and it was mm. all just how fast he was. If this takes off and like the Nines becomes a bigger deal and everyone kind of wants it, there's an outside opportunity. Someone's going to grab a guy like Field and offer him a contract. I don't know what the rules are exactly, but bring him in on minimum pay and park him in New South Wales Cup. Just to play the nines, yeah. sort of like a hired hitman. I don't know if it'll ever get to that stage, but um, when I didn't see his name, I actually thought, you know, there's a few spots in that Newtown. You know, pro- <laughs> look, he probably won't make the Newtown backline if I'm being totally honest, but he's the kind of player you could bring in, pinch hit. Uh, he, he, he could probably walk into any New South Wales or Queensland Cup side he wanted to, yep. but from what it seems like last year, he's got to pull his finger out a little bit and um, keep performing consistently. And that you know that comes back to a guy like Dufty as well, you know, being able to put it in, put the performance in week in week out, and yeah, really sh- show that you're there to play. Mate, that's enough about the Dragons. Let's talk <laughs> about the reason people are tuning in. The Sharks. You saw the squad. My first take was they want to win it. Yeah, we're probably only I, I named a squad in the in the Twitter DMs that don't exist, um, <laughs> and pretty much named everyone here except I had uh, Bronson in. For Aaron Woods, uh, obviously he's, there, he's, he's carrying a shoulder injury, so he was never a real shot. But um, what do you make of the Shark squad as an outsider, mate? Uh, they are a mobile side. Um, 
one of the difficulties with nines is getting that balance right. And uh, as we'll have a look a little bit later on, there are a few sides that feel really unbalanced for nines play. But when you've only got one kind of out-and-out -out front rower in your 18, uh, and a whole stack of um, edge forwards, um, plenty of backs, uh, they seem well suited to this. Um, you know, you name your five or six, whatever, on the bench in your unlimited subs, so they can they can churn through guys, you know, sprint for two minutes, come and have a rest sort of thing. So they'll, they'll push hard, and they're in a really interesting pool with uh, the dogs, the dragons, and the eels. It, it, um, it's probably the, the, the pool to watch. Oh, absolutely. The three best sides, I think, as we'll discuss in a minute, are coming from there. Just as a quick, we've named Sean Johnson... Uh, you know, not not in full fitness, but the best nines player in recent memory. That's undoubted. Uh, Wade Graham was arguably the player of the tournament in the recent World Cup nines. Uh, Nakora wasn't far off for New Zealand. You got Blake Braley, who was tailor made for this. Watch out, uh, Josh Morris, Ramian, who can do anything. Ronaldo Mulatalo, I think he'll come close to being player of the tournament. He's he's a freakish player. He's probably the most passionate player I've ever seen at this age. And he's got a real reason to win. We'll go into that later. Yeah. Then you've got Kennedy, Magulius, Tracy, Katoa. It just screams nine. This is where I think Cronulla have got it right. Teague Wilton and Scott Sorensen, probably the two most mobile outside backs at the tournament, outside the big names, of course. Yep. But um, Teague, mate, keep an eye on him. He's going to be huge. We got a tip that he might be there for round one. Uh I'm saying he might be the the standout. Look, we might get we might go out in straight sets, but he's going to play well across his two games. But just checking, Josh Morris has been named for the Sharks and not for the Roosters. Josh Morris has been named. <laughs> hey, for those that are the, you know that are aren't, aren't in on it, uh, Morris wants a release to the the Roosters, and Cronulla said no, fuck off. Um, we need him to play fullback. Matt Moylan's broken as much as we love him. All right, mate, let's go into it. Uh, pool one: Panthers, Warriors, Roosters, Knights. Now the Roosters side. We went through in you four or five players. Yeah. We're probably two of the biggest rugby league nerds this side of whatever. <laughs> They've named a former AFL player, Nick Davis, who retired like 10 years ago. They've got special dispensation because they're obviously playing for bigger and better things in the, uh, the World Club Challenge. So, you know, you can't really bag them too much. What do you make of the sides outside the Roosters, which are a really steaming pile? Yeah. yeah um, the, the guys that we picked up, out of the Roosters squad, there's there's some handy players there. The problem is, yeah, whether the guys around them will be able to jump up to the level that's going to be played at the nines. Um, Panthers, it almost looks like they've just picked a, a round one top 17 and another <laughs> yeah, guy there. Yeah, exactly right. Um, They're keen, mate. They want to win it too. Yeah, but it's that whole thing about how do you play nines. Um, they've, they've gone in with a very full pack. Mm -hmm. um, so you can run the possibility of being a little bit unbalanced. But you look at their um, their back line there, Edwards, Mansour, Farah, Naden, uh, Stephen Crichton. Then you've got Caleb Aikens, you know, young bloke coming off the bench, well, probably coming off the bench as well. Um, Luai and Cleary in the halves. Kroisau coming back um, for them. You know, and guys like Kikau... His um, kick out is going to be hard if you get him one on one, mate. So look, they they've put a strong side out, but it's that whole thing of whether they're going to be suited to the nines coming on to the next side, the Warriors. Like you only got to watch them play thirteen man game to know that this is their bag. Um, <laughs> exactly right. And you look at the three kind of key guys that I see in their side. 
uh, Green, Harris, Tavita, and Kieran. Um, they will be steering the side around a lot. Uh, lots of ball playing forwards. Guys love to throw it around. Uh, Kenny Mamalo, he will be he will be top, but close to the top of the try scorers if they Absolutely go right. deep into the tournament. Took the words out of my mouth, mate. But yeah, you, <clears throat> doesn't matter whether they win thirty five to twenty or lose thirty five to twenty. They are going to be the games that people want to watch because they will be good fun. Absolutely agreed. Yeah, and the Knights, um, yeah, they're really intriguing. You've got a whole lot of new signings for them. Um, Shibasaki from the Broncos, uh, Tyrone Roberts-Davis, uh, formerly of the Titans and wherever else he's been. Um, an opportunity for someone like Mason Lenor to um, Big opportunity. Have, a, have a go there. Um, but uh, number 16, uh, Kay Gidley. Yeah, it's, it's a weird one, isn't it? Yeah. A young kid, big future. <laughs> <laughs> Next big thing. Um, look, you know, a, in a similar way to... Uh, Nightingale, but a couple of years further removed, he he will be able to turn up and play. Oh, absolutely! He's, he's still in tremendous shape. He'll come in. He'll do his you know four minute cameo or whatever. And um, but yeah, I, there's lots of young guys in in that night squad, so they'll be motivated. Got some good old heads there too. You know, uh, I think with Guerra being named in the number one, he'll probably have the skipper um, tag over the weekend, yep, and, and Sione Mataudia as well. Um, yeah, they, they they will turn up and play, but if you had to push me on who I think is going to make it through, uh, I'd say probably the Panthers and Warriors, just looking at the squads. Absolutely, those those two look the strongest. Penrith have, re- have named their two best players, Cleary and Kickout. Yeah. Uh, the Roosters have not, obviously. <laughs> I don't think they would have, even if they were at full strength. No, nah, they haven't got a reputation for doing it. Not at all. Um, the Knights haven't named Ponga. Now, I don't know if he's injury status or whatever. Uh, they have a name, Pierce. Yeah. If you're a Panthers fan, you see Nathan Cleary run out. What are you thinking? Well, you've got two things. One, there's money at the Knights. And fans want to see their team win. You put Cleary out on the field, you've got a better chance of winning than without him on the field. But also, with the way the Nines play, with the unlimited interchange and all that sort of stuff, um, they can get him off quickly if there's any concerns. But it's also, like, guys are going to be playing, but they're also known we're still in pre-season mode. So that's that really hard thing of you're in pre-season, but you've got 18 blokes who are competitive wanting to play hard. So got to be uh, plenty happening between the years. Mate, that's it. Look, I, I saw today a lot of fans, when their squads were named, were, I can't believe we're risking so-and-so. Mm. Injuries are going to happen. Oh, yeah. Guys, we I think Kidwell fell over his daughter playing one day and did an ACL. you got players that are, fell over in their winning rings that got caught. Their fingers are broken. Yeah. Stuff's going to happen. Obviously, this increases the risk. But, I mean, if a player's going to do an ACL, he's going to do an ACL. Yeah. And I look, Cronulla, I think, perhaps have named a too strong a squad because if Johnson goes down for the season, we're done. We can't win the premiership. I'm glad they didn't name Moyle, not that he would have made it to the bloody plane route, <laughs> snapping something in his legs. But we've named it. players like Morris. Okay, if he gets injured, it sucks, but it's not the end of the world. You've got plenty, of, plenty in the backs there. John Johnson, I wouldn't have named, to be honest. That says to me wanna win, we want to win. Mm. The Panthers' name and Cleary says the same. Uh, I agree with the Knights. They, they look like a, a good side. There's a couple of players there I'm really looking forward to playing. Yeah. Kirk Gidley in his day would have been an amazing right. Nines player. It's a shame some of these players, you know, missed it. Yeah. Uh, the Warriors, like you said, they could do anything. You, you 
the Warriors are just the Warriors. I'm yeah. really looking forward to that. Uh, the Roosters, they'll be they'll be hard pressed to, to score a point as far as I know. They'll, they'll score points, yeah. but they won't be competitive, and I don't think they could care less. They just want to get there, lose their two games, get home, and watch the real side win the real tournament. Yeah. You know? So, Pool 2, which is where our um, interests lie. So, we've gone over the Dragons and the Sharks. Bulldogs and the Eels, they've been pretty formidable sides, too. Yeah. Again, Dogs, they're, they're going to be a really interesting side to watch. Similar to um, the Panthers, it, it feels like it's uh, a typical you know squad that's being named. Um, got some you know guys that should play really well in the format. Um, another young bloke here, number fourteen, um, Andrew Ryan. <laughs> yeah. You heard him? Well, I haven't, mate. It's unusual for us. Yeah. No. Oh, look. The, this is a weird one. See, it doesn't surprise me. So Bobcat's been coaching up in Newcastle last season. And it would not surprise me if he was flogging himself at training just as hard as the boys he was coaching. Uh, he has kept himself reasonably well, but you know he's not going to look like Kirk Gidley or, or Nightingale out there. Um, but again, he'll come out, he'll do his little cameo, he'll have a bit of fun. Uh, Dogs fans will love it. Um, but yeah, it's hard to get a read on them. Um, Jack Cogger and Nick Meaney both played pretty well last year. Uh, Ockenbore on the wing, my goodness. You know, it's Jonah Lomu size, that bloke. He can cause some troubles. And, um, and you know, guys like Ophahiki Ogden um, and Harawira Naira, you know, you've got some class players there, but it is that whole thing of can they all click together? How's that going to go for them? So They seem to be lacking in the halves, which is probably the criticism I have of their... One thirteen or one to seventeen as well. Look, they're 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 lacking in the halves at the best of times at the moment. You know, with a certain K four and absolutely you know, right out of action out again. Nick Meaney, I like that you brought him up. Mm. Possibly the best player to play New South Wales Cup, uh, and not quite make the jump. But I think this year might be his year, and I think this tournament he might go real well. Yeah. well look, I can't see the dogs or. You know, I think they're the odd team out here. I think yeah. the other three are the strong. I actually think the winner will come from this group. But yeah. uh, what do you what do you make of the Eels, mate? Oh look, they are a very strong squad, and for nines they look really well balanced. And you so you look through well here you got Gunnar in the back, so you got Ferguson, you got Takarangi, you got George Jennings, uh, Jamin Salmon all kind of float around. Mike Siva, like yeah, mate, uh, he he will he will be one to watch. Another one who will probably be uh, up near the top of the try. Did he get named? I thought they would. I know he got named, but I, do, I think there's a conjecture over where he can play. We we will see. You know, if if the NRL is going to make a move, they'll make yeah. a move pretty quickly on that. Um, Ryan Madison, there's yeah. an interesting one. This would be fun. And and the more news comes out about that, the whole thing just feels weird. But Sean Lane, Sean Lane, I reckon is a, a very underrated second row. Hugely, and yes. Cronulla Junior. There you go. Um, been around. I think this is. I think this might be his third or fourth club now, um, but he's he's come on in the last year or so with with the Eels. Uh, Absolutely, he's not he's not at New South Wales standard yet, but gee, he's he's pushing up there. He he is one to watch. He, he he's got pace. He could tackle. He's got pretty good hands with the ball too. So, um, and you know, someone like Will Smith as well. He will run around and have a great time. They they will be right up there. I actually think they're favourites based on one name here, one Mitch Moses, oh. mate. He was unstoppable in that World Cup. I think he was the difference between us and New Zealand from memory. Uh, King Gutho's there, but I think Moses, 
look, if I had to bet, Parramatta and Moses is my player of the tournament. Yeah. I just see he he's a freak. He's built for this. I think he's in for a career best year. Mm. There's talk of him playing Origin this year. A couple of years ago, I would have laughed myself out of the yeah. the house for joking about that. And I actually wrote something on Zero Tackle a few years ago saying he'll never play New South Wales. Mm. He'll play New South Wales Cup before he goes plays New South Wales. <laughs> I'm gonna to have to eat my words, mate. I think he's right on track. But you've got also got to say the guy who left the Tigers to go to Parramatta is nowhere near the guy he is now. He, oh, you're right. He has just gone on in leaps and bounds in the last little while, and uh, he he will do an, an amazing job um, for them, not only on this weekend, but um, through the season as well. And, you know, he, he definitely will be there and around that blue squad come uh, the middle of the year. Agree, mate. I'm going to have a sneaky five on him for the... Uh Dalian, I think he's paying something like 23 bucks, which seems ridiculous for me. Might be a typo. Hey, look, you'll have a better idea on the odds than I will. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Not a big better across the tourneg, the table. Pool three, mate. This is going to be interesting because there's a couple of sides here. There's one that I'll, I'll leave to you, but the Rabbitohs. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what. Yeah, so we got the Raiders, the Tigers, the Titans, and the Rabbits. Mate, I'll take the Tigers. <laughs> everybody's everybody's second favourite team. Look. I like the rag on the Titans, and it's not going to change. Uh, they can't finish ninth in this tournament. So where they'll finish, I have literally no idea. Look, they've done, look I think Nofaluma and Mbai stand out. They're the names. Mm. Uh, then you've got Cheekham, who could be who could be something special. Uh, Tommy Talao, who's tipped. He's a big super coach favorite mm. this year. Uh, Momorowski, another one, who yep. looks like he might play for Melbourne if they go through. Pat Richards, that'll be a bit of fun. He's only just retired recently from the Super League. Just wait for his kickoffs. Oh, mate, they're going to go high, and I think that's why they brought him in, actually. Uh, look, outside that, look, they have a nine named a full-strength team. They have a name, whatever their halfback this year is called. Benji Marshall's not going around. I, I, I tend to think the Tigers will lose both games to nil. What about you? You don't think Billy Walters will be in the in the halves come round one? Uh, I look. I'm Benji's. Benji's done for me. He might have to play nine if Reynolds can't beat beat his rap and be there for round one. Uh, I hope so for Tigers' sake because they're gonna have a pretty shit year. So there must be something positive. I don't think Benji's the answer. Put it that way. So I I hope so, mate, and I hope for Super Coach mm. too. Yeah. Uh, number eleven is a guy you didn't pick up there who could be an absolute monster. In the nines, Luciano Leilua. Former Dragon? Former Tell Dragon? Us. Talk yeah. to us. This kid, like he could he could almost play six. He has got the ball skills for that, but he's probably the size of two sixes. Um, he, he has got great eyes on the field. He looks, you know, he's got great perception and knows his guys around him, but he is also a risk of trying to push too much. Yeah, and so in the nines where you've got a bit more space, uh, a little bit less, you know, risk on the reward and all that sort of stuff, he could be an absolute game changer. And you might find that he may even play as a bit of a makeshift half to in, half in the nines. It's funny you mention that because when we played you lot down here, Chuck Park, uh, late in the season, yes. we won via that totally not unlucky. Mm. Doesn't matter. Bronson scored. That's all I remember. <laughs> Two points. Uh, you guys were pretty ordinary. We were just a little bit better. When Luciano went to six, he was your best player. He was the best player in the park by an absolute mile. Yeah. I was very surprised to see you guys release him. I know why. Trent Merrin's hard to say no. He was linked with Cronulla, and we were... I don't know how serious it was, but I would have taken him in a heartbeat. 
I can see why, but you know, is that one that might come back to haunt you? He might come back in a year. People go to the Tigers yeah. and then they piss off. Look, the the thing with Luge is you don't know which guy's turning up each week. Typical and, lure, unfortunately. And when he's on, he's on. Um, even when he's off, he's pretty good. But the problem is, is that consistency. Even even within a game, uh, he can switch off. He's been great as an impact off the bench, but he can play eighty minutes. The problem is, yeah, Dragons. He was never going to be able to play at 80 when you look at the back row that they had last year. He's an edge. He's not a 13. And who are you going to move out of Sims and Frizzell to kind of get him on the field? So Exactly. Right. Fair call. And with a guy like um, Jackson Ford, who is a really good bench second rower and can play uh, the full 80 if needed, it's one of those ones where it's like they would have had to pay more to keep him but not be able to give him the game time that that money would have required in that sort of sense so kind of in salary cap management it was probably the better move to move him on as sad as that is makes sense mate Raiders looking at this side they're not a whole lot of players in that back line I recommend I know but you did mention something before off air yeah oh look you know you get Mick Oldfield but then man they are forward heavy you know you read from that well not that the numbers mean too much but if you look at Dynamis Louis, Havili Soliola, Jack Murky, a young bloke from uh, down Ulladulla way who's um, made the move across. Elliot Whitehead, Sutton, Tom Starling. Man, they they are forward heavy. <laughs> Trying to bash teams out of this. Yeah, and, and they're guys who, you know, are big and mobile as well. So um, they might be uh, trying to do the uh, crash through rather than try and run around. But It's different, mate. And I'll tell you what, that Whitehead... I think Wade Graham's best ball playing second row in the game by an absolute mile. Elliot Whitehead's probably as close as you're going to get right now. I think that's a very good inclusion. Mm. That back line, though, when you think of the players they've left out, mm. like, like even, is, is Simonson there? No. See, Simonson, you got Croker, yep. who just screams nines. Cottridge. Cottridge, who would who maybe play at a tournament if he played. Whiten. There's a lot of, like, Whiten, I, I forgot about him, yeah. if he's out of jail. Um... <sighs> He, mate, they, this screams, we don't give a shit about the nines. It's, it's, it, it, it could be a bit of that. It could be wrapping up some blokes in cotton wool. Um, again, we were talking before about injuries and stuff. Maybe their, their way of dealing with it is we're just going to, you know, give blokes a bit of a rest. Um, but yeah, it'd be, it'll be interesting to see how they play um, to, to work out what their kind of philosophy is going into the nines. But, I can't really see them getting out of this group when you look at the other sides. I reckon, I've, as much as you were talking down the Tigers, I reckon they're a real dark horse in this. Um, that squad is quite strong and it feels really balanced for the Knights. Um, and then you've got the Titans, as much as they've, you know, they're an absolute train wreck up there. You look at the side that they've named and uh, they should do really well. Um, You've got some really good uh, finishes and uh, back guy, Anthony Don, you know. Early Bears immortal, Anthony Don. <laughs> uh, one of those real underrated uh, wingers in that space. Um, Ash Taylor's been named, so it'll be good to see him back out on the field. Uh, Jonas Pearson, uh, he did his 12 months down at uh, the Dragons and he's moved on and, to be fair, probably underwhelmed when he was uh, named uh, in the first grade side. They too have gone a really strong forward pack um, with Brad Rain, Stone, Cartwright. Jai Arrow's been named, though you know he might want to 
throw the game to the bunnies. I don't yes, know. Who knows? Um, and Michael Gordon. Yeah, he retired and came back. Yeah, look, he, he, the statement was that he's done. He retired. He got his lap of honour. And it was like, oh, nah, psych. And he's back this year. He's, he's, he's back. I, he's not just a one-off. No, this was a... Um, now, I think that is... Uh, look, I like Mick Gordon. He was our best player during the Sardi years. And uh, he's probably the nice guy. I've met him numerous times. Have nothing bad to say about him. Other than if he costs AJ Brimson one second of first grade football this year, I would sink that club and send him to Perth. He's the best player the Titans have had on that list. I can't even think of how long. Maybe the Rogers days. Mm. It's he's a freak. If he goes, he's going to be one of these players who bums around at the Titans. Melbourne or the Roosters are going to go yoink, and he'll be freaking playing for New South Wales. And I wonder season. if it means that Brimson's going to get moved to six. I originally thought that, but he's adamant and he wants to play one. Evidently, who knows what the true story is. And look, you might might even find that Gordon's just been brought back as a bit of squad coverage. I hope so, mate, because I'm a huge, unashamed fan of AJ Brimson. I bought him in my fantasy team. Cheap at, at number one. Uh, Rabbits, mate. Now, they, Rabbits came out and said that Damien Cook will not play and that Adam Reynolds will play and he'll captain the squad. No Reynolds. Cook's there. Makes me think there's an injury or some other concern. Reynolds, back when they beat us in extra time in the nines, whenever that was, in the final, kicked us into submission. We couldn't get out of our own 20. We were too tired to make breaks. And we had players like Bird and Valentine Holmes, who are not slow and who are very elusive. Uh, I am surprised if Reynolds is fit that he's not named. I don't think Cody Walker's there. No. They've named, you know... Jack Johns. Jack Johns, that's a good... I like that. You got this... Again, this team doesn't look great on paper, but you got like Braden Burns and you know these young players that can do. Campbell Graham, yeah. Ethan Lowe's a bit of a stranger. Jaden Sewer, who a real yeah. breakout year. Uh, Cam Murray, mate. Oh. There is the best looking bloke in the world, <laughs> future superstar. Oh, I tell you what, those first three: Cook, Gagai, and Murray says they want to win it outside. Not too much. What are your thoughts on the Bunnies? Yeah, look, it'll be interesting to see how they play this. Uh, looking at the squad, you're probably thinking that Cook and Johns are going to kind of play the halve-type roles um, in the side. Um, and Johns is one of those guys where you could you could almost name him in any jersey you wanted in a, in a 13-man side. He, uh, he is very versatile. Uh, lots of youngsters. Uh, lots of youngsters. So, and, you know... Sides have used this as an opportunity to say, "Hey, go and impress us. Show us what you got." You know, it's not a it's not a you know thirteen aside game, but you can you can impress us and you know put your name forward to go forward in the trials and who knows what happens come round one. Um, yeah, their big names are going to dictate a lot of what they do. So, and you look at the the guys playing out the back: Gagai, Graham, Braden Burns. Braden Burns could you know light the thing up if Absolutely. he if he has the opportunity. Someone like even Bryson Goodwin as well, who's come back. Back from England. Um, but yeah, but outside of that, you you struggle if you, you know, I've got to say, I'm not really up on the Rabbitoh squad, but... Um, no, you know, I only know, I only know Johns. And yeah. I know Joshua Cook, because there's, um, there's a mate of mine at work who's very high on Joshua Cook. Yeah. He's the next superstar, but you're mm. right. Like, we're, we're two humongous rugby mm. league fans. Uh, I couldn't tell you a player past, yeah, Cook. Well, you, you think about Connor Tracy stays at... At the bunnies, and he probably walks into this side. Absolutely. And if Reynolds is, you know, 
a potential injury towards the start of the year, Connor Tracy probably starts at the Bunnies this year with Walker in the halves. Mate, he's, he's a freak. I'm really glad we picked him up, actually. I was quite sad to see him go. Yeah. Uh, so you're saying... Who, who's getting out of that group? Uh, I'll, I'll, Tigers, I think, will, will probably be the top. I, I Without knowing the draw off the top of my head, I think they're probably a good chance to win both their games. But, you know, nines, anything can happen. <laughs> knows, yeah. uh, and then it's probably the Titans or the Bunnies. Um, I, I, and, you know, it's probably a coin flip between them and it probably depends on who they're playing. So, look. That's going to be a fun one, actually, Paul 3. I, I'm going to say the Titans win that. Yeah. Uh, I think the Bunnies might nab the Tigers. I hate the Tigers too much. I can't I can't give our three Tigers listeners the... <laughs> now, Pool 4 could uh, could see some fun. Put it this way. <laughs> that Seagull side says, we don't give a flying fuck about this pop gun ridiculous tournament. Dez Hasler came out during the week. And they said, you're going to name the Turbos and your Cherry Evans? And he laughed at them. Yeah. No, we're not. They have named... Uh, Ruben Garrett, who played for Australia and was fantastic. Uh, Cade Cust is probably one of a freakish young talent. Mm. Uh, then you got Tapao, who is going to cause some troubles. Outside of that, though, not uh, not too much talent. Not, no, not not too much talent. Not too much name yeah. talent. You got Brendan Elliott, who's come back uh, to them. Uh, he's pretty good across the three quarter line. Uh, Zach Docker Clay, there's a name that I haven't seen for a few years. Uh, Lachlan Croker, look, you know, he's had a bit of issues with injuries over the last couple of years, but uh, probably well suited to this sort of game. Uh, Corey Waddell, um, if he doesn't get reported at least once over this weekend, <laughs> I will be very surprised. But yeah, there, so you've got a couple of big names, a few uh, edge first graders, and then a lot of young blokes. So, uh, well, like Abbas Miski, yeah. he's, uh, you know, Lebanese superstar. He's good. Uh, simply not bad, but mate, I I think that Dez would take two forty nil losses and no injuries out yeah. of this. I just don't think they care. Yeah, their big issue going forward for this year is that number nine jersey. Oh, absolutely. Um, so you know we've got to. They'll have to work out what's going to happen there. Um, and you could, you may very well find someone like Cade Cust ends up playing a fair bit of wood this year just because they're struggling to find someone to fill the gap. They have to make this Broncos side. I can't believe they've named both Fafita and Haas. I can. Because I wouldn't be surprised if you get those two um, rotating out. Um, they, you know, they'll play their four minutes, go have a rest, come back on. Um, and it's that whole thing of through the weekend. Like if they only, if they don't make it to the quarters, they're only playing two games. Yeah, you're so, right. So, you know, uh, and Haas like that is one guy no one can tackle him one on one he's going to draw in defenders from ever. if he can play a good portion they're going to just they're going to have lots yeah. of space well you could almost play him as well I don't want to 13 is not the right way to call it in the nines but you can see him playing almost that lock forward type role have a bit of run you know he's you know he's he's big but he can still move around a bit but yeah, this is a this is a really interesting squad because you look at the back line, you've got Asako, you've got Isaiah Paresi, who's come across from uh, the Reds in the rugby, and then you've got Milford and Croft, and then you think, okay, well, who else have they got in the backs? And yeah, exactly. Jesse Arthur's uh, name there as well, but they they're another side who've gone real kind of forward heavy, um, and uh, number eighteen there, C Parker, another another youngster. Mate. Yeah. This um, 
this is where I have a bit of a problem. Now, this goes back to, I think Brad Fittler was the first one. Yep, that they first bought, season. They bought in. Now, he was great. He came in, he took an intercept, did his hammy and didn't play again. <laughs> it was fun. And it sold tickets, which yeah. is what it's there for. Um, if you're bringing a player in, like, there was talk of Cronulla trying to get Matt Rogers back. Now, we Rogers, I wouldn't say he's a family friend, but he's a family acquaintance. Very nice guy. In tremendous shape. Um, I, I wouldn't want him. He's too, he's too far gone. He is. Uh, there was talk of... There was actually talk of Cronulla bringing back Adam Dykes, who's a personal <laughs> trainer. Now, I couldn't... Now, look, if you're going to bring back a player, it's a superstar to tell tickets, or it's a player to come in and make a difference. Dykes is neither of those, with all due respect. <laughs> and I love Dykesy. We've had... Dykesy and I go way back. I'm a huge fan. But... Uh, the golden era of just, Cronulla. Oh, mate. The Dalarna Dykes. Oh, <laughs> I don't talk about it. It's too, it's too bad. Um... Corey Parker, big name, in good nick, but I would hate to see him pull up injured playing a pop gun tournament when they're not really taking it that But he's not going to be the sort of guy who's going to be taking intercepts and running 50 metres to try and score. No, that's true. He, he, the way he plays, and you know he'll probably play in that kind of lock-type role, um, or, or you know something you might even find he plays you know almost halfish. He's you know he's got the ball skills for it, but he's not going to be doing anything stupid. Uh, he'll he'll go and he'll play hard, but he's he's not going to think that he's twenty five again. That's he, true. He, he's in there as that old head, especially with you know uh, a lot of young guys around, and also being involved with the coaching staff there at Brisbane. Kind of having a coach on the field might mean that Alfie Langer doesn't have to be on the field yeah, as much true. this weekend. Who they'll knows? play. They'll play with ten. <laughs> hey, this Storm side, one through five, through five, nobody. Oh, Seven I'll give you, through I'll give you, eighteen. I'll give you Sandor. Yeah, he's a good-looking bloke, but yeah. Seven through eighteen, nobody. Number six, Cameron Munster. Yeah. What is going on there? They've named a side, Nico Hines. Derek can't say Branko Lee. He he's a he's a fine. I'm glad they picked him up. Oh, uh, I'm going to disagree that, with you on Brinko. Let's I, go. I, I you watch him play for however many clubs he's played for, and he'll give you one good game a year, and he is bog standard average or worse. I I'd say I I I I don't rate him at all. But but and this is the big but. Yeah. Uh, he's playing for Melbourne mm-hmm. and Bellamy. Has got a reputation of turning rocks into diamonds. Absolutely. And who knows what's going to happen with... But I look at, you know, Brinko Lee, Marion Seve, Papua New Guinea rep, Sandor Earl, well, depends on whether he's you know on the roids or not. Um, but yeah, Cooper Johns could be interesting. Yep. I find it really interesting that Sandor Earl and Tui Kamikamika have been named as co-captains and you've got C Munster in the squad. Makes me think Munster's going there for a holiday, mate. They've got to name one of the top six. Yeah. They've named their number one uh, or outside Smith. Although I'd say Munster's now their most yeah. important player. I think he's going to go. I think he's going to run on. He's going to do what that um, the uh, Bulldogs did with that player where he runs on, kicks off and comes back off. <laughs> I think that's it. I'd be very surprised if Munster plays more than the minimum requirement. Yeah, it'll be interesting. But, yeah, they'll... Um, they it's that whole thing of sometimes you name a squad of almost no names and you can do that. No one thinks we're going to go any well. You know, there's motivation that's built into that. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see uh, how that squad goes. I think the Roosters, the defending champions, named a pretty 
unknown squad and ended up coming away with it. Yeah. I think, they, though, to be fair, I think they were the first team. I think every team that went there to win sort of did. Cowboys. Now I'm going to take your thunder here. This is my dark horse. They've got Scott Drinkwater, who is yep. the most underrated player. Kyle Felt is going to absolutely love this. Mm. Granville and Hess have both come off career worst years, and I think they're coming in firing. Yeah. East End Masters... I think can Jeez, really blow up. this up. And, mate, Jason Tamalolo is going to have an absolute yep. fucking field day on Friday and Saturday. <laughs> the one name that's missing, of course, is the Nines King. shall not be named. We'll go there because I've I've sort of forgiven him to a point. <laughs> um, young Valentine Holmes. Now, I, I wanted Val's head. Not, not, you know, not really. But I didn't want him back at the club. Mm-hmm. And I was very, very angry with the way he went out. Um, signing Sean Johnson... Tended, it made me feel good. It, it you know, it, it got rid of the rage. If we hadn't signed him, I'd oh, yeah. who knows what I'd say right now. I'm sad he's not there. I understand why, but uh, selfishly, I wish Fowler had been named. Yeah, and do his hammy or ACL halfway uh, through the tournament? Nah, stub a toe. <laughs> so if they win, he can't he can't get a medal. But I don't I don't wish him injury. But I um. You know, I hope he doesn't come out to bite us yeah. this year. Put it that way. Yeah. Uh, guy I'm really interested in, Reese Robson. Uh, so, Dragons uh, backup hooker for a couple of years. Uh, he He's a really good player and he's, he's a good pickup for the Cowboys. I would love to have kept him. Uh, but when you've got beginners <laughs> playing 80 minutes, absolutely, there's not going to be any space for him. He can he, They played him a bit kind of at 13 and it's not really his role. But, yeah, you look at this Cowboys squad, this could be really interesting. Um, you know, guys like Opacek and um, who else did I see there before? Jake Clifford. He's, you know, one of those young guys where, you know, he's had some experience in first grade. He's got some potential, but he's got to, you know, kick on. And this year could be the opportunity, but it'll be interesting how they fit them all together because it's true. Val's going to want the one jersey. Oh, absolutely. And Scott Drinkwater did not... Disgrace himself playing back there last year. No, so, yeah, how are you fitting them all together? I am very shocked that Gillian Gitter Mosby or whatever yeah. he's not named here. He is a freak at this level. I don't know, maybe he didn't, he wasn't re signed. Who knows? Um, Mate, Drinkwater is out of the Melbourne system. I thought he was their bit number one until Puppenhausen came out and you know showed us all. Uh, I'm I'm looking at the Cowboys, maybe not as winning it, but they're going deep, and I definitely think they're getting out of this this group. I can't see anything but a Broncos Cowboys one two. Yeah, yeah, it's quite possible. Uh, let's see. I'm just having a bit of a squeeze on the net. I think that uh, the reason why he hasn't been named is that uh, he was not re-signed. On 13th of September, it was announced that he would not be re-signed by the Cowboys. Oh, there you go. So uh, I don't know where Mr. Gilliam Mosby is, but surely he and Jay Field might be sitting on the sideline there in Perth waiting for someone to go down an injury and say, I'm here. I'm here. Well, mate, if, they can, jersey. if they can bring in Corey Parker, why couldn't they bring Jay Field in? <laughs> Just saying. So, what's your final? Who's winning it? So well, I haven't looked at how it goes. So yeah. We might pick two teams that can't make in the final, Look, but I, I reckon I reckon let's let's go crazy. Let's go Eels and Tigers. I reckon that could be 
two that'll be right up there. Again, it's that whole thing. Who knows what's going to happen with the nines weekend? But uh, I'd be um, I'd be back in the eels to to pick it up over the weekend. They're just they're a class side and they've picked a really balanced squad for this game. Mate, I think the eels will pick the sharks in the final. I think Cronulla have gone there to win it, but I think Mitch Moses is just that little bit. Yeah, look, you can put money on things. You're going to have an absolute shock of a tournament now that I put the lock on him. But, I, I, mate, I think the Eels from the Sharks in the finals. Yeah. I think the Sea Eagles don't post a point. Nah. Uh, I don't think the Tigers make it out, which is where we disagree. Uh, we'll touch quickly on the on the women's side, which I was really happy to hear them named. I uh, My daughter, Chelsea, big fan of Maddie Studden, former Shark. Um, I, look, I am to be totally honest. Outside the big names, I don't know too many players nah. here. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna back the Dragons because I'm Addie Studden. I hate your men's side, but your women's side is closest where you're gonna get to a team. Uh, so I think the Dragons. But I mean the Broncos. I don't think they've lost a game in the the thirteen woman. Uh, looking at their side, they're pretty much bringing sure. Yeah, they're they're strong. Right, look, I'm gonna go the Dragons and humongous upset. But make the Bronx the Bronx. Well, I'll tell you what, there's one young woman in that dragon side who will be greatly suited to this Tiana Penatani one to watch Australian Rugby Sevens rep oh yes that's right I remember that and she had in the NRLW last year she turned it on she played really well Uh, she is a rugby league background originally jumped over to Union um, for the 2016 Olympics uh, and she will be an absolute flyer I look at the the um the squad the Dragons got. Pick up of Isabel Kelly. She's a, a gun player from all accounts, from what I can remember. Um, Jess Sergis. Yeah, um, Kezi Apps. You know, there's some great players there. God, they're strengthened. Yeah. Tell you what. They, they, um, they, will, uh, they will do really well. I Look, unbiasedly, I'm going to say that they'll probably pick it up. Um, but, uh, look, again, same with the men's stuff. You know, you never know what's going to happen. You've got a Warriors <laughs> side in there and, and you know they, the blokes are great at the nines. Maybe the women are going to be too. Who it's, knows? It's gonna be a fun weekend, mate. I am happy that I get to spend Valentine's with my true love, rugby league. <laughs> <laughs> what are you playing? You um, you know, out with a wife, a nice romantic. Uh, night, look, you know, when she's twenty nine and a half weeks pregnant, you know, the idea of romance is home, feet up, leaving you alone, yeah, watching whatever, <laughs> but I want to ask you something. Absolutely, nines weekend. It's all a bit of fun. Uh, something a bit different on the field. Jersey-wise, it's always a bit different on the field. I want to hear um, your take on what I'm going to call the absolute monstrosity <laughs> that is the Sharks number that they're going to play in. Well, mate, at first, I hated it. I'm not going to lie. I yeah. thought, are you guys serious? Uh, this is embarrassing. Uh, our mate Cleve, good listener, one of three, uh, tweeted earlier that it looks like a Jaws knockoff from Bali. Um, it, it does. As you mentioned off air, you take the eyes out and it starts looking less ridiculous. Uh, look, everyone's talking about the Sharks jersey, which is a good thing. Whether that translates into purchases, I very much doubt. Uh, but that being said, I think you'll see that very disgusting yet grown-on-me jersey in the final. <laughs> And for those that missed it today, young, um, a young forward of Cronulla, young Fini, I, I can't pronounce his surname, I'm terribly sorry, is uh, going through some troubles at the moment. So they've got fight for Fini across the back of the jersey. Um, I have a feeling they're all going to go up for auction. Uh, I'll, be go- I'll be going in for one or two. Yep. Probably don't have the money required to pick one up. 
Um, they've become collector's items based on that and the absolute ridiculous. That said, uh, when they're 20 bucks on Monday morning, I'll pick up a size 6L jersey and I'm wearing it and not taking it off on Magic Weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, but having a quick squeeze through, uh, Knights look really good. Uh, Dragons, I feel like they're a bit too busy. Too much um, happening. I, I love the the one I'm wearing with the big dragon across the front. If it had a bit more red, it would be absolutely mint. Uh, the storm look like they've just picked up a purple t-shirt and chucked <laughs> a big S on the front. It's, yeah, pop down. Superhero jersey. Um, the Warriors. The Warriors have done this before. They've got uh, representation of all sixteen clubs on the front of theirs, uh, and then their uh, big Maori warrior across the front. Uh, it looks nice. It doesn't look like a Warriors jersey, uh, but for the weekend, it looks pretty good. Uh, the Cowboys, it's, uh, they've had that kind of star motif they've used uh, for this before. Parramatta, that's a beautiful jersey. It's very, um, it's marketable, isn't it? Yeah, so um, the yellow, the blue V, um, kind of harks back to some World Sevens type jersey back in the 2000s. Um, Canberra looks like it was just a green jersey that they've let drip. Yes. Um, Roosters looks like a Roosters jersey Something a little bit different But uh, we were talking about the Dogs jersey um, Very good It's just it's it's simple and it works and it's different And Absolutely. you, know, you want to be a little bit different for something like this And that kind of works Wouldn't be a bad training jersey either when you look yeah, at it It does look like a training jersey actually yeah. uh, Manly, yeah They they don't care Yeah, They don't care Yeah, uh, The Titans, it's different uh, uh, it's, it's, it's busy, it looks good I... They've kind of gone with the bottom half with the yellow kind of chevrons and then the top half with the dark blue. Could have maybe made it one line of each as you alternated through, but, you know, something different for the nines. Uh, the Strawberry Milk Panthers are back. I, I like their jersey, mate. Yeah. I like the pink. I, I um big fan of the Panthers. Not of the team or their fans. <laughs> horrible, horrible people. Uh, Jersey, so quite nice. Yeah, and you know, I haven't looked at the forecast for Perth, but if it's hot, that's not a bad choice for them. Absolutely. Uh, the Bunnies have gone for a uh, kind of inverted Minty's wrapper jersey from the 80s. It looks really nice. Um, the black bunny on there, the sponsor looks really clean. Um, Souths fans could be really happy with that. Um, Tigers have got something cool, a bit different going on. They've got kind of the tiger and all sorts of bits and pieces happening there. I've got something written across it as well, it looks like. But Ninth. Who... <laughs> yeah. Ninth spot. And then the uh, the nominee for most disappointing Nines jersey is the Broncos with their 2020 home jersey as their Nines jersey. F for effort. F for execution. Just give it a go, boys. Come on. They also don't care. There's a definite look. I, I'm very excited that the Nines are back. I don't think Brisbane are. <laughs> Although, they've named Payne Haas. And I know that Des Hasler, who is typically... I don't think they've won a game under Hasler, or maybe one or two, but uh, <laughs> they won't be doing much this year, uh, this weekend. Mate, rugby league's around the corner. Feeling good. Yeah, it's um, it's it's kind of that fun time of year. Cricket season's just starting to wind down. Um, A-League's still kicking on strong. Sydney FC right up the top. Just put that one yeah, in there for yeah, you, mate. Yeah. Um, Rugby union started really early, and yeah, I think I think the Tars still haven't realised that the season started. Ah, uh, they're they're awful. But yeah, it's it's the one thing I'd like to question the NRL on is the placement of the nines right at the start of the preseason. 
it mightn't be a bad like I understand it to some extent, but get one or one or two trial games in first, then you've got a bit of freshness and all that sort of stuff and some uh, time into the legs and then go and play. But yeah, you might get sides say, no, we want to get the Mickey Mouse stuff out of the way before we get into the season proper. So I, th- I think it's a lot to do with training. I will talk when we talked to Toby Rudolph a few weeks ago, he said that a week or two out they'll start training nines. Yeah. Uh, they'll fitness, 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 ball skills. They'll do a bit of nines and then they'll they'll hit the ground running. Yeah. Um, in terms of the tournament, absolutely. You want it, you want it where it's going to be best, and I think after a game or two, absolutely. I just think you'd see reserve grade teams sent. Yeah, it's just too close. Well, more than we are. More than we are, and I don't know how Manly could get any worse than that. Um, Friday and Saturday night, mate. I can't wait. I don't know how many sleeps it is now, but I can't sleep. I'm that excited. Uh, speaking of the cricket, would you agree that the Sixers were totally fraudulent and did not deserve their win? Uh, I wouldn't necessarily go that far. Uh, but in a final where I would have been very happy with both teams kind of knocking themselves out and uh, no winner declared. Uh, look, you know, the Pink Ladies played well in the in The, the lesser spot, of two so. evils. We did bowl them out 75, though. We did. That was, that was, that that was a very good night. I, en- I enjoyed it and had no idea where it came from. I also enjoyed watching, them, watching the Thunder play the Stars and them taking six wickets for 20 and almost winning the unwinnable game. Uh, earlier on in the season, but look, uh, you you had the top two sides for the season there. Uh, you probably can't argue with that after fourteen games. So, my teams are all or nothing. Thunder Sharks. I don't know why I do it to myself. The hair's falling out of my head, mate. One last question: If you at the end, we always hail Matt Moylan. If you were going to hail one member of the the Dragon Squad, who would it be? Uh, I am going to take possibly a very unpopular. Uh, Pick outside. Jack DeBellin. No. No? Okay. <laughs> Look, allegedly, it <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. could be a whole range of things. Um, but uh, on that, uh, looks like that's going to be delayed even further. Um, I understand the stand-down policy. The Dragons are going to have to get themselves over that. It was a real speed bump in their season last year. Absolutely. And... Uh, probably explained a lot of why they played as poorly as they did because they were just kind of waiting for JDB to get back and it didn't happen and they just kind of almost threw the toys out of the pram. Absolutely, but, that's how it came across. But I am going to hail Mr. Benjamin Hunt. Benjamin now, Hunt, whoa! Now, I'm going to put it to you this way. Mm-hmm. First off, he is not on $1.2 million a year, yeah. no matter what the papers tell you. But also... He will play an absolutely integral role in the side this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Widdop gone, he is definitely the number one playmaker in that side. He has an opportunity to make it his own. He is a good seven. He plays great out, out of nine or 14 when he has that opportunity, especially playing for Queensland in the origin. But he is a gun seven. And I think that this year, with him really taking the reins and not trying to have to work out how he and Widdop you know, would share things. I think he's going to go off. I think he and Norman play pretty well together. They're a little bit similar, but I think I think they can make it work. Um, once they get kind of the back line organised, um, Ben Hunt is going to be the key guy for them this year, and I think he can have a really good season. I disagree and think you guys have finished 15th. Uh, and with that, uh, thank you, mate. Thank you so much for coming on. I know it was short notice. It's always great to take rugby league. If we didn't have an hour limit, I could talk all night. 
Yeah, we just um, keep talking rubbish. So. Exactly right. Look, Ben Hunt, look, I think he's in for a big year. He's not making my fantasy side. But uh, one player who's not that I still love, Matt Moylan, we're going to hail the great man and thanks so much. Hey.